You are listening to 300 Seconds with Eduardo Solis, and this is episode number 73, Animals. So let the 300 seconds begin! I like animals, and I've had some interesting experiences with them over the years. Now, of course, I'm talking about animals that aren't pets, and I should also mention that I'm not referring to furries. The furry convention Oklacon was a chance for me to spend some time in the great outdoors. It had been years since I had done any camping, and I was excited about not only going camping, but going camping to a place that I had never been to before, Roman Nose State Park. I had brought along an ice chest with some drinks. Inevitably, the ice in that ice chest melted, so I took a trip to the park store for a fresh bag. I returned to the campsite, exited my vehicle, and began to walk back toward the tent with my ice. I quickly stopped because about 75 yards ahead of me stood a horse, and so I kind of stopped to look at him. There are some horses that live at the park, so I wasn't terribly surprised. My initial reaction to the horse was, oh, look at the horsey. The horse looked back at me and stood there, just looking back at me. After a few moments of, oh, look at the horsey, I began to get genuinely creeped out. Because let's be honest, if a horse wants to mess your world up, it can. We spent a few awkward moments looking back and forth at each other, and I waited for the horse to walk away to go do horse things with his horse friends. Eventually it did, much to my relief. I never once thought in my life that I would be creeped out by a horse, but there we are. When I lived in apartments, I never gave any thought to owning a pet, mainly because of the extra costs involved. While I don't have any problem with paying a pet deposit, the idea of pet rent sounds like so much bullcrap, so no pets for me. For two happy weeks, however, I did sort of have a pet. Every day after work, I would walk to the mailboxes to pick up my mail. Eventually, I thought I noticed a cat following me back to my apartment. I like cats, so the next time I saw him, I tried to coax the cat into following me home. The cat stopped short of following me all the way back to my apartment, so I went to the refrigerator, got some meat, and sat out in the patio to wait. A few minutes later, he appeared, so I let him eat the meat, and he allowed me to pet him after he was done. I came to call him George. George was a beautiful Siamese-Persian mix. He was very healthy, very clean, and tame, which made me wonder if maybe he had been a pet that had been abandoned or had run away. We continued to meet on the patio on the evenings for about two weeks, and then George stopped coming. I never did find out what happened to George, but I'd like to think that he made it back home or perhaps somebody else took him in. When I bought a house a few years ago, I purchased one that was just a little bit off the beaten path, close enough to the city to be convenient, but far away enough so that the neighborhood feels more like my small town than the seventh most populated city in the United States. Consequently, I'm a bit closer to nature, and while it is nice to see rabbits in the backyard every so often, I have noticed that nature tends to find its way into the house a little more often than it used to before. On one Saturday night, I was sitting in a computer room doing computer things when I thought I saw something scamper into the room out of the corner of my eye. There had been a few good-sized spiders making their way into the house, so I took off a shoe in anticipation of having to take care of another one. The floor was covered in boxes and other random things, so I looked back and forth, waiting for him to show up again. A moment later, a fleeting image of something appeared. I wasn't sure what it was, but I was pretty sure it wasn't a spider. In the heat of the moment, I picked up a small wastebasket with the intention of trapping the whatever it was underneath it. Now, I didn't know what I was going to do with the whatever it was after I put the wastebasket on top of them, but, well, spur of the moment. 
A flash of emotion suddenly appeared. Before I could react, I saw a mouse run straight into a plastic bag that was lying on the floor, so he pretty much caught himself. I picked up the plastic bag and dropped the little critter into the wastebasket. I watched him hop around for a few moments, dropped in a few bits of oatmeal for him to eat, and then eventually put him out in the backyard. A few days later, I was grocery shopping and I stopped by the bug spray and pest control aisle to see what my options were for preventing another encounter. For a few moments, I glanced over all the poisons, traps, and other instruments of rodent death before saying to myself, I can't kill that cute little thing of one of his friends, and walking away. If spiders somehow end up becoming cute, I might be in trouble. This has been 300 seconds. The next episode will be posted after I reluctantly lay down some glue traps. I am Eduardo Solis. If you'd like to hear more 300 seconds, subscribe via iTunes and check out my website for more stuff.